my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And now, direct from Las Vegas. Welcome to Football Forecast Weekly. Each week, your host, Trip Mitchell, will introduce you to the top handicapper in Vegas, Dennis Tober, and one of the top sportscasters in the U.S., Fred Wallen. Today's edition of Football Forecast Weekly is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. For the best in sports betting, go to MyBookie.ag, and you can win just like Dennis, Fred, and me. And welcome to a special Thanksgiving edition of Football Forecast Weekly. Hi, everyone. I'm Trip Mitchell. I'm joined by the dashing, debonair, slightly handsome Fred Wallen from L.A. Fred, how are you? I'm fine. The gardeners are doing his job right about now. So if you hear noise in the background, uh, we're not at a casino. He's mowing the lawn. Okay. Well, ironically, I'm at the Football Forecast St. Louis studio, and we did have the lawn crew here working <laughs> two acres, and uh, the cutting was going on, but I told him I had a very important show with Fred Wallen coming up, so he hurried and left. And lest we forget the star of the show, Dennis Todler. Dennis, happy Thanksgiving. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you guys, and happy Thanksgiving to all the Viewers and listeners out there, it's been a great first half of the year. Can't wait to tackle the rest of them. And this is our special Thanksgiving show. So we're going to be divvying out a lot of information. Get your schedule books ready and your pencils because we're going to have totals. We're going to have odds on Super Bowl. We're going to give it to you all because we're thankful for you viewing us each and every week. Okay. And what happens, Dennis, if someone pencils, they've got the circle, what if they get pencil mark outside the circle? Does that count? It counts. Okay. You don't just, have to make any kind of mark. It's okay. whatever you can read on your schedule book. Okay, great. Whatever and so Fred what and I say, make sure you mark it down. Okay. I want to say one more thing. I heard from so many people about Fred Wallen's analysis of Indianapolis unseating un Tennessee last week. Fred was absolutely right. The guy ran for five touchdowns and upset Tennessee. And I was barraged with people telling me how good Fred Wallen is. What, what did they say about you? Uh, they're, they're here and there. They like my total bets, but uh, I'm never as succinct about a guy getting five touchdowns as Fred was. But you know, what's interesting, Dennis, is Fred comes at it from a little different perspective of fantasy football. And that perspective is unique. And he's been right a heck of a lot this year. I was going to say anybody that does fantasy, if they haven't been listening to Fred's fantasy, they can't be doing well because he must be doing fantastic. He knows all the players, what they're going to do. So I, okay. I try to listen to what he says. I'm more into the number side of it and things like that. So okay. we're so a good I, team. I, let me tell you a story. Last night, Monday night, are you ready for this? 
folks. <laughs> yep. When I say I bet nickels and quarters, I mean five cents and 25 cents. I don't mean $500 and $2,500. I, I mean a, a nickel and a quarter. A couple of times with the quarter, I've won 3000 in fantasy from FanDuel. But last night, the weirdest thing happened, okay? I have Brady. You pick five guys, okay? Brady gets time and a half. The rest of them just get to eat, you know, what they score. I had Brady, the two wide receivers, Evans and Godwin, and the two kickers, one for uh, the Patriots, of course. And anyways, the, the five players. I'm not even paying attention to it because simultaneously, UCLA is playing a game, Belmarine from uh, Louisville on uh, ESPN+. Plus. So I'm watching more of that than this. So now I get near the end of the game and I look at my score and it says number one of 263,376 or something. That's now, it. But, but, but wait, no, but this is the punchline and the story of my gambling life, okay? So 263,000 are nickels. So it's really like only 13,000 in cash to FanDuel, okay, depending on FanDuel. So I don't look any further, but I figure, okay, I'll win 60 or 80 or $100 for winning the whole thing. You're not going to win much more than that for a nickel, okay? You know what I want? A dollar and 43 cents. Because, <laughs> like a th- because a thousand guys had the same five guys that I had. So I didn't figure it out mathematically, but I got a dollar and 43 cents for being first out of 263,000 nickels. Story. Folks, here, here's the deal. Sometimes you're gonna get lucky and sometimes you're not. And that okay. is a terrible story. That's a terrible <laughs> beat story like my Breeders' Cup and some of the others. Oh my God. Okay, let's roll well, it boys. Let's get after the games. Okay, so let's start with Tennessee, New England. Um, looking at uh, right now, uh, from, let's say BetMGM has uh, got uh, New England minus six and a half, 44 and a half the total. Dennis, what do you have on your numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, New England bounced from three to six, and now it's back down to five and five and a half. The big thing here again, guys, and I hope you're keeping track of these because I won almost every one of them last week, is the total. The total opened at 46 and a half, immediately dropped to 44 and a half. Looks to me like a running ball game. Looks like a low-scoring game in this one. Uh, I'm not going to take Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee's as good as everybody thinks they are. And I, I can't take New England to cover five points either here. So I'm going to pass on the game and do the under and let Fred have this one. Fred? No, no I agree with you. I'm going to bet the under. And by the way, uh, just a few minutes ago, I saw that Adrian Peterson was released by the Titans. So now they don't have Peterson. Of course, they didn't have Henry. So the whole thing turns around a little bit. I thought for what he did, you know, coming off the street, Peterson was reasonable, no question about it. Not a lot of points scored here. Obviously, uh, uh, the, the Patriots uh, playing well, exceptionally well, among the top two or three teams right now as far as how they're playing in the National Football League. So I'm not going to give the five, but as Dennis said, I can see a 24-13 to 13 game, something like that. I think the Patriots will win, but I'm not giving that any kind of points in this kind of a situation so i'll take the yeah. uh, the under in this game hey fred here, here's a prop bet who has a likelier chance of holding the super bowl trophy 
Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? <laughs> I still odds think wise, odds wise, it's the Bucks. Okay, but right now it seems to me like the Patriots are playing as well as anyone. They don't play anybody yet, Trip. Okay, just I, I threw that out there. Okay, uh, Dennis just uh, that was a severe reprimand, but at the end of the year, <laughs> I don't want anybody thrown off track here. We want to win. <laughs> okay, so let's go. <laughs> Jets, Houston. Uh, right now, looking at Houston, boy, the fact that they're favored in a game shows what scheduling we got here. Uh, two and a half, minus two and a half, minus three, some places, 44 and a half the total. Yeah, it's been bounce, bouncing back and forth from two and a half to three. 44 is the total, but it started at 46 and a half. Another under, guys, and it will go under because they'll run the ball. The Jets are in a mess, but they, they got Flacco back, but it looks like he needs some work. You know, he's going to have to work himself into the game a little bit. I think the, it's going to be a running game. I told you Tyrod Taylor can run the Houston Texans, and he ran them well last week. And a matter of fact, I had the Texans in both my contest cards. So uh, I wasn't surprised when they won that game straight up. I might have even mentioned it on the show, but I, I, I took the Texans. I'm going to take the Texans here. I think they've at home, they've decided to turn Tyrod loose, run so the sweeps, run the quarterback. And, and in that situation, the Jets can't stop anybody. And I don't think the Jets' offense maybe even to score much either. So Low scoring game, going to take Texans. I'll even lay three. Okay, Fred. Can't disagree. You know, last week we started disagreeing on a lot of the games. First two here, uh, I think we're right on the same uh, wavelength. Uh, I think, uh, again, as you said, Trip, uh, New England's underdog at home to Houston, team that's won twice all season long, which tells you how bad the Jets are. I'm taking Houston minus the two and a half, and I think it's be a, another low scoring affair. Okay. And Fred, we're going to keep it right here with you. And uh, let me back up for a second here. My uh, screen went a little wicky-wacky. Hold on. Hold on. You know, that's the, do you remember the old day of having scripts? Yeah. When you'd actually have a paper script in your hand? I kind of like those days. And then they put it on teleprompter and then they, you know, okay. So let's go to my next game, Philadelphia, the Giants. What are your thoughts there, Fred? I think Philadelphia is playing exceptionally well. And as Dennis said before the show, Philadelphia is what, 16 to one or something like that to win the whole thing. They're not going to win the whole thing. Um, uh, Hertz is playing well. What, they have three running touchdowns last week. That's not bad at all. Uh, the Giants are the Giants. And I'm going to say again, right now, there are three bad teams in the state of New York as Buffalo has gone down a couple of times. But uh, there were two, the Jets and the Giants. The Giants remain bad. Uh, I, I think almost anybody against the Giants, you got to go in the other direction, as I will right here on Football Forecast Weekly. Oh, boy, you got the name of the show in and the pick. That's professionalism. That's why you've got a fan club around the country. No Dennis? kidding. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, the New York Giants are a pathetic team. They're pathetically <laughs> coached. The quarterback is a pathetic he's absolutely pathetic he had wide open people all over the all over the field on the Monday night game he couldn't hit anybody and he looks like he's scared back there and this is his second year too and I can tell the whole entire team don't want to play 
The defense backed up every time. How many missed tackles were there? Were there two or three missed tackles on every stinking play? Yes, there were, as they just ran down the field over the top of the Giants. The Giants' morale is in the same bucket that the Raiders is in. And I don't look for the Giants to pop out of it either. I think they're a terrible team. I think they're terribly coached. I don't even, I don't think, I don't even know who's running that team. Oh, I do want to add one thing. You notice who the offensive coordinator is of the, the New York Giants? A certain redhead used to yeah, reside a in redhead that used to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. What in the hell are they doing bringing these people back in to do that? No wonder New York stinks. He got fired. He got, he got I mean, fired. On, give me a break. He got fired. He got fired on Tuesday. Did he? All right. Well, good. I don't have to. <laughs> you got it. You got that. it. You got him fired. Good. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to rant about him. Uh, the fact of the matter is, though, in, in that situation, the Eagles are playing better. They got it down. They can run the ball. And I do believe the Eagles are going to run away with this game. The Giants have given up. Well, okay. So we're going to go one more and then we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to talk about. Tampa Bay traveling to Indianapolis, Tampa Bay, uh, right around minus 352, the total. Dennis, we'll start with you. Well, the first thing I'd like to bring to everybody's attention, and this is a good game to do it on, is the odds on the Super Bowl. The odds to win the Super Bowl right now, as we go into the 1st of December, are completely out of whack, which they've never been in the past at this point in time. Right now, the Tampa Bay Bucks are plus 600 in other words six to one to win the super bowl and they're favored to win the super bowl now follow along with me the la rams the cardinals and the dallas cowboys are all plus 900 which is nine to one the packers are plus a thousand which is ten to one every other team is above 10 to one. So I'm talking about Kansas City. I'm talking about Tennessee. I'm talking about division leaders. They're all over 10 to one to win the Super Bowl at this point right now. And like I did mention before the show, the Eagles are 66 zero to one, yet the Eagles are favored to win every game the rest of the year. So if they would win out and get in the playoffs with home field advantage, 60 to one would be a nice number to hedge against. So anyway, the game. Uh, I want Wait, to get uh, that Dennis, in there. let me let me interrupt you though. Okay. So we know that Fred has got a gambling issue. He his money management skills are not that great. So if Fred were to bet a nickel on the game, and I'm not talking five hundred dollars, but five cents at sixty to one in a future bet on Philly, what would he make? Three dollars. Yeah, he'd make more than he did beating thirty thousand people in the other contest. <laughs> Fred, are you willing to go for a five two hundred and six two hundred and six two hundred and sixty three thousand nickels? And uh, I, when they say you're in first, they don't say that a thousand people also could be tied with you because you're only picking five guys on DraftKings. You got to pick six, and that five to six makes a big difference mathematically on how many people have the same games. So, so you hardly ever tie on DraftKings, and apparently you do tie right here on FanDuel. Okay, so we digressed. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Dennis, go ahead with your analysis. Oh, uh, the Bucks game? Yeah. Uh, I got to find it here. So my- Oh, there Bucks it is up top. Uh, uh, Indianapolis has put it together. And let me tell you something now. I'm gonna tell you, I've been telling you all year about offensive lines. The reason 
reason Indianapolis put it together is because they have the best offensive line. You know who the center is? The center has been the center for the Green Bay Packers for the last six years. Now he's the center for the Indianapolis Colts. So that's what's going to help get Wentz through this thing. Not only did it help get Wentz through his sprained ankles, but that team can play with either quarterback, I think, now. No, they turned it on. The Colts turned it on. They're highly talented. They're well-coached. And I think they're going to win straight up against Tampa this week. I'm taking them straight up on the money line. I'm going to take the plus 130. The Colts will beat Tampa Bay this week. Okay. And Nickel Man, what do you say? I'm going to set the uh, over-under on touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor at two. Dennis, more than okay. two or on two or under two? What do you think? I, I, You know more about it than I do. When he ran for five last week after you said he would, I thought, my goodness, I just better defer to Fred on the individual talent. I, I, I agree with Dennis on the uh, uh, the outcome of the game. I, I, I don't know who's going to win, but I'll take the points and the Indianapolis Colts. Patriots, uh, again, you know, on Monday night, Brady played very, very well. And uh, Gronkowski's back. Who knows if Antonio Brown will ever come back. Um, uh, but the Colts are playing well. The last eight games, they win six, and they lose two overtime games. So you're doing pretty well if you under those circumstances. Uh, so I'll take the, uh, the points and the Colts and see what happens. That running okay. game makes a big world of difference. It's really made a world of difference. And with the offensive line that can enable the running game, watch out for the Colts in the future. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We want to thank the folks at mybookie.ag for sponsoring the show. We'll be back. Get the latest breaking news in the sports betting world. MyBookie monitors and releases information pertaining to online sports books and professional football. The good as well as the bad. And welcome back to our Thanksgiving Day special. I'm here. Dennis loaned me the corporate jet to head out to our state, uh, St. Louis, Missouri studios. And the conversation I was having with my wife and father-in-law was if this suit between the city of St. Louis and the NFL goes bad and St. Louis is offered a team, should they take it in lieu of a couple billion dollar settlement? I'm saying, yeah, take a team if you can get it. What would be your thoughts? Better ask Fred that one. Okay, well, Fred, what are your thoughts? Right now, you have a perfect number in the NFL, 32. 33, you'd probably have to add another team. But from the perspective of St. Louis, I uh, totally agree with you. I think they'd be nuts so not to take a team versus even millions and millions of dollars, uh, which they may or may not win. Uh, but uh, I would take the team in a heartbeat. One division would have an extra team, and you'd have to go expansion-wise. So the team's not going to be all that solid the first few years. But certainly, if you get the uh, a club back uh, in a great city and a great media city like St. Louis that go in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. And they support teams, you know, they right. the Cardinals are always in the top three or four when it comes to attendance, the blues are that way. I, I think it's a no brainer. So uh, let's talk about another team that might not be the greatest sports city of all Atlanta at Jacksonville right now, looking at uh, Atlanta minus a point two, pretty, pretty horrible teams. Fred, go ahead. Let's dissect this one. I actually feel sorry for Matt Ryan because he doesn't have much uh, besides himself on, on that club. That being said, I'm going to give Atlanta one more shot against a uh, 
Urban Meyer led uh, Jacksonville club. So uh, I'll take Atlanta and uh, see what happens. Not a, not a strong play. And, and again, you know, something else, Dennis, I'm going to throw to you. I've historically been more successful betting the totals than who's going to win the darn game. Like last week uh, uh, in the 35-31 uh, uh, game, uh, we had the over uh, and it had gone, jumped up from 52 to 55 to 62 or so, or to 57 or something like that. And we had the, the uh, Packers Minnesota over. Dennis, your, your career, you think it's easier to bet the over or do you think it's uh, better to uh, easier to uh, pick the winner? Dennis, what do you think? Well, interesting enough, when when before computers came around, I used to think that you had to know the score of both teams to get pick a total, <laughs> which means you had to have two things right, whereas you only need to pick the team to have one thing right. But now that I'm running these software programs that hedge these totals, I'm telling you right now, you can more, win more on totals 10 to 1 than you can on sides. Okay, that great, great analysis there. And Dennis, while we were talking about that, tell people about how you, the software you use and how you go about analyzing this, taking the numbers from all over the world. Well, we, we scrape the numbers uh, from all of the major sports books in the world that handle all the money. And we put that together and, and, and come up with what we call uh, no juice flatline baseline. And anytime the spreads go over and above that baseline and gives us a positive advantage, we make a bet. So we're betting all over the world. We're betting all over Nevada. And when we have find a consensus line, say it's minus three, and then we can get plus four somewhere else, that's when we make our move. But a lot of these totals we are moving, we're getting on them in the first half. We're getting on them for the game. Then we're betting back on the second half. And we find ourselves winning three times in one game. So this is another game that, which game are we on now? Uh, uh, the sticker, Atlanta-Jacksonville. Yeah, the Atlanta-Jacksonville game. Okay, we've all realized neither team is worth a crap. Uh, I don't have any sympathy for Matty Ice, the quarterback. Of course, you will never find me have sympathy for any quarterback. Okay, <laughs> so I don't care if he gets his block knocked off. And uh, the total on this one started 47 and a half down to 46. It's hedging down and it's trending down. So if you guys out there are smart, you'll do get on the first half under. If you're in a good position, you can bet the second half over and you can possibly middle it in between. So you need to listen very close to these number things. And like we said last week, I don't know if we were wrong on any of them. So in this game here, who cares about the side? It's the under. Okay. And uh, Dennis will stay right now with you, Carolina. Uh, Miami right now, Carolina, let's see, Fed MGM minus two. And yeah. but more importantly, the total 42 and a half right now. Yeah, the, the totals went down on this game too, uh, from 43 and a half to 42 and a half. Uh, Carolina was open to two and a half, went to one, and then back up to two again. So this is kind of a toss-up game between all of them. Uh, Miami's playing better. They won last week. But Carolina has the best talent and the best defense. And since it's only two points, I'm going to take Carolina here in a small one. Okay, Fred? I agree. I think the Panthers, obviously, Newton's second time starting, third game back, he'll be better. He didn't play that badly last week in the loss. And McCaffrey went his third game back. So I think I'll see improvement there. So I'll take the Carolina Panthers uh, 
to win this game straight up. Okay, and we'll go to the AFC, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Uh, right now, we're looking at Cincinnati minus four and a half, 45 the total. Fred. Burrow played pathetically last week. He really did. He didn't play like he can play. He'll play better here. As indicated, uh, the Steelers come back, almost beat the Chargers. They have to be flat this week out. I mean, you would just assume they thought they had the win coming back uh, from 17 down, taking a three-point lead, and then losing in the last couple of minutes uh, to Justin Herbert uh, uh, in that game on Sunday night. So uh, I think Pittsburgh will be flat. I think Cincinnati's uh, club will have to play better. I, I think Burrow will play better. I'll take the Bengals. Okay. I and think, uh, I think he's going to be beneficial of this because I think you said the number was four and a half trip. Yeah. They're down to three and a half now. So uh, the Pittsburgh's getting a lot of play off of their Sunday night performance. Um, this game too has went down from 47 to 45 on the total. Uh, the Bengals are laying at three and a half right now. This is a tough one. I kind of agree with Fred. It takes a lot out of Pittsburgh to, to fly West, come close, fly back and then play a division opponent here. I, I don't know if Cincinnati can, can cover the three and a half though. Uh, I, once you get past that three number, it scares me off a little bit. I'm probably only going to play the under here. And if I was forced to make a, a play, I'd play a money line play on Cincinnati and lay a little juice. Okay. And let's do one more before we take our second break. Let's talk about the chargers at Denver uh, right now. Chargers minus two and a half and the total 47. Dennis? Well, the game's going, uh, it's up to three now. It opened at one and a half. Uh, here's another game. 49 was the total, now down to 47. Uh, the Chargers sky high off their big win, as we just noted. The Broncos, <laughs> I, I can only see one thing the Broncos did this year, and that's kick the crap out of the Dallas Cowboys. And it's still a baffling situation because Dallas is still a nine to one second favorite to win the Super Bowl. So in this situation here, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the home dog. I expect this will be one we disagree on. I'm going to take Denver and take the three points. I don't think either team that wins this game will win by more than three. So that's kind of what I'm counting on. And I'm counting on it being lower, lower scoring than people think. Forty seven is the total. Uh, so I think it might be lower. I'm going to take the Broncos straight up. Dan, Fred. Well, Justin Herbert might not gain 91 yards on the ground, but he'll throw three or four touchdown passes. Based on that, I'll take uh, San Diego dash Los Angeles Chargers minus the field goal. Okay. We're going to take our final break of the day. When we come back, we got a couple more Sunday games to handicap, and then we're going to get into the Thanksgiving Day. We're uh, taping this show a day early, and it should be a lot of fun, some great information. We'll be back after this short break, and we thank you so much. This is a review of Dennis Tobler's Now Place Your Bets by Canada Real Casino Online Service. Now Place Your Bets is a must-watch documentary for anyone interested in the world of casino and online sports betting. It is a chronicle of the dramatic rise in popularity of sports betting in the cities of Las Vegas and Atlantic City. It has now become a multi-billion dollar industry worldwide. 
And welcome back to a very special Football Forecast Weekly. Trip Mitchell, Dennis Tobler, Fred Wallen. And we've got a couple more Sunday games to get to. Minnesota, San Francisco. Minnesota, let's see, San Francisco minus three and the total 48. Dennis? Well, I'm not. Uh, the number's right on. It hasn't moved. Um, Minnesota come off a big win over Green Bay last week. They're going on the road. I think that's going to be to their detriment. San Francisco. Ever, they're playing better and they're playing okay, but they're not as terrific as everybody thinks they are. But at home and laying that short a number, I'm pretty sure they're going to get the win here. I'll lay three. I'll take San Francisco all day long. Fred? I can't disagree with Dennis. Uh, the 49ers have shocked me, surprised me, having come back and uh, knocked off the Rams and then the victory last week. Uh, Garoppolo, I think, was 16 for 22. Uh, again, you can't expect a 300-yard game from him, but he goes 16 for 22 with that rushing attack that they have. You know, Aliuk and uh, Samuel uh, are very top-notch wide receivers. Uh, I'll take the 49ers minus the field goal at all. Okay, and we'll stay right here with you, Fred. L.A. Rams, Green Bay. Uh, number is kind of a pick right now, 47.5 total. You know, I grew up, grew up. Uh, I have followed Roger's career from Cal to Green Bay. I was a big fan, a wild fan. And the other quarterback last week, of course, Cousins, also an anti-vaxxer, but at least he told the truth. So I was hoping <laughs> Minnesota would win. So in the near future, every time Rogers goes out there, I'm going the other direction. And certainly with a team as, as talented as the Rams, they ought to cover a one-point spread, even on the road. I predict something here, right here on Football Forecast Weekly. Dennis, you can agree, disagree. I do not think for the third consecutive week, Stafford will throw two consecutive interceptions in a game. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the Rams. Uh, I agree. I agree. He will not throw two consecutive interceptions again. And I am, too, going to take the Rams here. The line opened Green Bay one and a half, went to a pick. think the Rams are going to go off favorite. Total again, opened at 50, down to 47 and a half. Pretty big move, guys, on the total. Uh, I, I didn't think that Rodgers played that well last week. And I said it on last week's show that he actually had COVID. He didn't have a breakthrough, and he's never been vaccinated. They scored a lot of points. Yeah, I get it, but they weren't under pressure. Wait till Donald and Von Miller and the rest of the Rams defense gets after Rodgers this week. Let's see how Rodgers can withstand that group of people coming after him. I'm taking the Rams on this one, too, and I love them. Okay. And uh, Dennis, Cleveland, Baltimore. Uh, right now I'm looking at Baltimore minus 446 and a hook, the total. Yeah, this one went down from 48 to 46. Uh the Browns, I don't know what to say about them. I'm so sick of, Bay, what's his name? Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I, I don't want to hear his name again. Um, anyway, they're not going to cover. The Ravens are going to cover. I don't care who plays quarterback for the Ravens. I don't care what happens in this game. The, the line actually went over to four and a half, went to four, went to three and a half. I'm looking at a three and a half right now. Are you kidding me? I think the Ravens will win this game by two touchdowns. Okay. And Fred. Well, uh, again, what we've talked about, uh, we're not sure 
Lamar Jackson's going to be playing. Uh, we're not even sure Mayfield's going to be playing. No. So uh, at this point, uh, I'll tell you this, the crowd certainly got on Mayfield last week, but he's an injured guy. So it's almost like, you know, you're picking on somebody that's not at 100%. And, and again, who knows about Jackson? So this is the game that Fred's going to pass on. We need to know which quarterback, which quarterbacks we're playing for the individual clubs. Okay, and let's get to the Monday night game, and then we'll get to the Thanksgiving games. Seattle, Washington, boy, how the mighty have fallen when it comes to Seattle. Uh, they're going off um, kind of, it could be a pick game, Seattle, Washington, uh, total right now 46 and a half. Fred, let's start with you. How many chances do I give my favorite quarterback to turn it around? Russell Wilson. I've given him two since the injury. I'm going to give him three. And Heineke's playing very well for the other club. But this team cannot play this bad in offense. It's, it's impossible with the wide receivers they have. So, you know, he's got to make up for two consecutive games on a touchdown pass as far as Seattle is concerned. I think the, the Washington defense is suspect. Again, I like Heineke. But I got to go with my favorite quarterback here. And, I, I folks, I'm not objective here. So, Take off a couple points when I, when I talk about Russell Wilson, but uh, but I think they'll win here. Okay. And by the way, before, now we're going to get to the Thanksgiving games, but just want to make a, a quick note here. Uh, now place your bets. One of the best sports documentaries ever. Uh, I was very lucky to get a chance to do a small part of it, but it's a fabulous sports documentary and, and the amount of film festival wins coming in have been incredible. And uh, Dennis, this was your dream. You spent a lot of coin on it. Um, I'll put it this way. If, if Fred had financed your movie, he'd be at about 37 and a half million nickels to pay for it. So <laughs> it was an expensive undertaking at five cents at a time, but it's a great movie. How do people get a chance to see it? Everybody can watch Now Place Your Bets, the history of sports betting in America by going to nowplaceyourbets.com. Everything's on there. You can link up and get a, a video for your own video library from there, or you can buy a DVD from there. And on to, also on there, it's a, it's a blog page. You, know, you can see about all the interviews we had with the people like Pete Rose, Frank Collada, many others. And uh, yeah, it's a great movie. I, I urge everyone to watch it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, that was, that was fun. And, uh, you know, going down and being on the, uh, red carpet and I sat in the theater next to Frank Collada. And those of you who watched one of the greatest movies ever casino by Martin Scorsese, Frank Collada was Joe Pesci's right-hand man. He was a made member of the mob who turned on the mob. And I'm sitting in this theater with a guy who's got a contract out on him. I got up and moved the hell out of there. <laughs> I did not want to get killed by mistake. But literally, this guy was one of the first mob guys to turn on him and uh, lived out his life and just passed away recently. But what a character. Yeah, we have a great interview from him on Now Place Your Bets. That's for sure. He was a character. Okay, so I grew up in Detroit, and for some reason... Uh, the Ford family must have a picture of someone in a compromising position because they always get the Thanksgiving home game and they have been horrible for 105 years, how they do it, but 
this year they'll be hosting the Chicago Bears. Uh, Bears minus three, 41 and a hook. Dennis, your thoughts? Well, I want to tell all the listeners and the viewers out there, now's your time to get serious because these are the Thanksgiving Day games. So build your bankroll up because I've got them figured out, played, and I know what's going to happen. The Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Yay, Detroit's going to win their first game this year. They're going to win straight up, Detroit is. So you can be happy for the Ford family, be happy for the Lions, because they're going to beat the Bears handily. Total on this game started at 45. It's at 41, guys. So parlay it. Take the Detroit Lions on the money line and the under here, and you get five to one back on your money. Okay, very assertive. Okay, uh, the Nickelback. Fred, what do you have to say? I don't care if uh, Fields plays. I don't care if Dalton plays. Totally disagree with uh, Dennis. Uh, I think the Bears will win here. If Mooney's healthy, he'll score a couple of touchdown passes, uh, receptions on, on, on passes. I think the Bears will win. I think the Bears will win easily. And I've given up on Detroit. And I, I don't care uh, if uh, Goff plays or doesn't play. Uh, they're just a very bad football club. Bears not lucky last week. But uh, I, I, I think uh, Mooney will score. Bears will win. And they'll cover the spread. Okay. Now let's go to uh, Dennis's new adopted team. Uh, the Let's see, the Vegas at Dallas, and the number is kind of seven, seven and a half, totaled at 50. What are your thoughts there? Well, my first thought is it started 54, down to 50 and a half or 50. It's the under, guys. Bet the under in all three of the Thanksgiving Day games. The under is very important there. In this game, Dallas is going to kill the Raiders. I'm sorry. The Raiders have fell apart. They don't have any players. Their players are hurt. Their offensive line sucks. Derek Carr has no chance to do anything. Their defense is second rate. That, uh, that defensive line finally got exposed over the last couple of weeks. But the worst thing is everything that's happened to them, from Gruden getting fired to the guy having the 156-mile-an-hour wreck that killed somebody in his Corvette, the uh, first-round draft choice, and then they get rid of the other first-round draft choice the next week. Look, the Raiders are shot. They're not going to win another game this year. I have a friend that bet tons of money that they'd win seven games this year, and he's already hedging back. Okay. The Raiders go winless. Okay. Fred. Henry Ruggs is locked at home. The judge let him go back home, $150,000 bail. I think he'll be watching a loss, just like Dennis said. And as Dennis said, I'm not sure they win another game all season long. A totally mixed up uh, – organization right now it's just unbelievable what's happened to one team in one city in a few months it's beyond belief again uh, uh, the Raiders had talent uh, without uh, rugs they lost their best wide receiver Renfro might catch a pass or two but Dallas will beat him by two or three touchdowns Okay, and we'll end up with a team that has been a, a, an enigma followed by a mystery. I said that wrong, but a team that I can't figure out, and that's the Bills. At times, they look like the best team in football, and at times, they look like the worst. They're uh, roughly minus six at New Orleans, and the total's 45 and a hook. Fred? This week, they'll be the best. Okay. <laughs> this week, he'll uh, – uh, 
four or five touchdown passes. Uh, Mr. Moss might score a, a touchdown or two. I think the Bills will win big time. And, you know, last week, it's really interesting. NFL has been in existence for more than 100 years. The score 41 to 15 has never popped up in the history of the National Football League. And that's how they lost last week. They might win by a similar score this time out. Well, I guess it's my turn to disagree with you. I, I actually tripped the lines down to four and a half, and that's kind of something that's made my decision. You know, it opened six down to four and a half now. The money's coming in on New Orleans. Um, I think New Orleans is going to win this game straight up. Uh, they figured out how to, how to defend the Buffalo quarterback, even though he's one of the best ones. And, they, and the Saints need a win as bad as the team needs it. Once again, it's the under, guys. My, my solution to winning big money is take the Saints on the money line, parlay it to the under. You've got those two games I gave you to start with. Sandwich it in with the Dallas Cowboys. Bet enough on the Cowboys to cover your other action. And there you are, a professional gambler, just like that. Wow. That, I, that was impressive. So let's, let's sum up what we've learned so far. We've learned out that Fred is the most amazing gambler in the world when he bets five cents. <laughs> he is. What, Fred, you were number one out of how many gamblers last week? I'm sorry. Oh, it's uh, 263, 376 uh, different nickels. And uh, I won. And again, I must have tied with a thousand people because they're only using, when you play FanDuel uh, Fantasy, you're only using five players if it's, you know, just one game. So again, if you play DraftKings, you're using six. So the odds of tying are slim. So I want a buck 43. I tell my wife, you can't be unluckier than this, can you? She says, no. (laughs) But you can, you can be unluckier because you could win zero and then you would be unluckier. (laughs) Okay. Well, guys, this has been a very fun, fun, uh, special Tuesday taping for us. I want to wish each and every one of our viewers a wonderful Thanksgiving. It is the fun holiday because you can sit and watch football. And, you know, for the younger viewers, it's a time where you get home. And then on that Friday, you get together with all your friends from high school and college. You play flag football. Everyone pulls a muscle and has a beer afterwards. But it's truly a great, great holiday. Many people, Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the year. And I happen to agree. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm coming off some injuries, so I'm just going to be the quarterback on my flag game on Friday. I'm not going to be a wide receiver, so I think uh, <laughs> I better have a good offensive line. But, Dennis, thanks thanks so much for making me part of the show. This is the best part of the week. For Fred, you're the man. If I, if I had a nickel to invest, you'd be the guy to do it for me. <laughs> Thank Happy you, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great Thanksgiving. I want to thank Lee for uh, spinning the knobs and making everything happen. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Football Forecast Weekly, an affiliate of TSI Network. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. 
He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.